glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch We are live in five, four, three, two, one. Boom, baby. It's episode 375 of Kicking It with the King. It's Gabriel Hernandez. My name is Gabriel Hernandez, as always. This is Kicking It with the King podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It is wonderful. Wednesday. September 29th, 2021. Good God, it's 2021. Flowing by like a fucking train at full speed. Because damn, 2021's gone by so fast. I mean, so many people are living and, and worried about focusing on the future. That your present is going by you so fucking fast. Because that's what happened to me. And Jesus Christ, there is... A lot to talk about, a lot to recap, and a lot to go over on this next and brand new episode of the show. We've been busy, folks. We have been busy, and our schedule still is very busy, and we will still be very um, limited and, and limited on space and time and all that. So it makes each and every single one of these episodes more amazing. And, and obviously, like I said, regardless of that, I fit the show in. I fit everything else in. And, and here we are. We are back and we're ready to go. But before we begin, as always, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to subscribe. Obviously, like I said, it seems like you guys have been doing a lot of that, even though we haven't done a lot of uh, the shows lately. But the last episode, the, the most recent episode, episode 374, Oh my god, that one did probably the most streams that we've had in a long time. It had to do maybe with uh, the arrival of Nick Diaz talking about that. And speaking of Nick Diaz, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about UFC 266, the craziness that it was, the wildness, the spectacular finishes, the spectacular fights put on. Um, also in the world, saying in the world of combat sports, Tyron Woodley gets the I Love Jake Paul tattooed. None other than on his middle finger. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the rematches and stuff. We're going to talk about what I've been up to and why I said I've stayed so busy for so long and so many other things on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have Instagram. We do have Twitter. We're all over the place. We've got everything. So be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram. 
obviously, like I said, KWTKPod on Instagram the other day. Had a little scare when trying to remember my passcode for for Instagram, but let alone, I remember the email. I have like a million emails dating back to when I was a kid, still to this day that I still need that are legitimate to certain things that I have. Like one of my YouTube channels, I think it's like the YouTube channel where I actually like was posting clips of the podcast. So the, 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 the main YouTube channel is hooked up to an email that I don't even really use that much, which is crazy, right? So, um, yeah, it's just all over the place. So I literally almost wasn't able to sign into the podcast account. But since we're talking about the podcast account, like I said, KWTKPod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, G the King underscore official on Instagram. Twitter is a uh, real uh, G the was it like real G the King underscore. <laughs> I have I've gone through a lot of stuff in the last year, ladies and gentlemen. Bear our last not last year. Uh, excuse me, last few weeks. Yeah, it is real G the King underscore. That's another thing I also do is second guess myself to where when you second guess, ladies and gentlemen, when you second guess. That is amongst the worst things that you can possibly do. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, real G the King underscore on Twitter as well. And like I said, we have Facebook, we have Snapchat, we have TikTok, we have a little bit of everything, ladies and gentlemen. But we're gonna make it so and spectacularly easy for you guys. We're gonna make it easy for you. Alright? We're gonna make it easy for you. All you gotta do is Go to my Instagram and click the link in my bio on the Instagram. You get access to all of my social media, all of my content, all of it, all in one spot. Just bookmark it, save that page on your homepage, save it as a bookmark, regardless of if you have iPhone or Android. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to make another announcement too, but we're going to do that after that. Um, but, never. Every single week, ladies and gentlemen, once you subscribe to our podcast, you'll have access to all of our shows free, absolutely free, of course. Um, if you're on Spotify, if you're on iTunes, or it doesn't matter where it is, you get access to all of our recent episodes. Every time an episode comes out, you guys will be first to know. Leave us a five-star rating, five-star review. Once again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in to the latest episode. If you haven't listened to the latest episode, episode 374, Back from the Dead, from my long hiatus away from the sport, talking about the return of Nick Diaz, talking about everything else under the sun that I've gone through, getting yourself through the worst times in life. Everything is on that episode. Episode 374 is now available for listening, streaming. If you're on Spotify, like I said, if you don't have the Spotify Premium, unfortunately, you're un only able to stream our show. You're not able to listen to my wonderful voice off the internet or outside without a connection if you don't have a connection like if you're in the woods or you're someone with really bad reception that's why i recommend verizon for a lot of people by the way too um but like i said if you have spotify premium you have nothing to worry about so let's not waste any more time on introductions and we'll get right into our show ladies and gentlemen brought to you by this message and thank you guys for joining us here we are back, ladies and gentlemen, and I just wanted to say before we begin, I have 100% converted over to the world of Apple. I now have an iPhone. No, I didn't get the iPhone 13, but we are back. 
I just, well, I 100% converted to iPhone. So every time I do the show, it was either like using the iPad, I was using the the Galaxy or, you know, Android. I used to be kind of like an iPhone, Android kind of guy, but I just, I, f- I feel like I'm going to gravitate towards one for right now because it's just very overwhelming in a lot of ways if you feel, if you get the drift. But anyways, guys, let's get into it. Uh, all right, UFC 266 was last week. We had some highs. We had some lows. We had some fantastic fights. We had some heartbreaking moments. We had some questionable moments. We had a little bit of everything at UFC 266. So let's start off in... Oh, this is going to suck. Main event. So uh, obviously, like I said, Brian Ortega versus Alexander Volkanovsky. And uh, watching Volkanovsky, as I've started to watch him over like the last few fights... You know, before the Max Holloway fight, before the Chad Mendez... I mean, it was like... Uh, I'm not going to say this in like a bad way, but I wasn't really he wasn't really on my personal radar back before he fought Chad Mendez and he fought Chad Mendez and then Chad Mendez retired and I'm like who is this Volkanovski dude that just starched uh that just uh starts Chad Mendez like that and you start to slowly pay attention to when you start watching him it's like I knew of him before the Chad Mendez fight and then it's just like oh I didn't really pay attention to him like that and then obviously we see him get into title contention he fights uh, 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 Jose Aldo he fights Chad Mendez beats them both and then he knock uh, not knocks out he he goes up and he fights Max Holloway those two times he beats Max Holloway both times and um, comes back, beats Ortega, and he's beating everybody. He's beating, he's beating a, a handful of really good guys. I mean, Jose Aldo, Chad Mendez, um, Max Holloway twice, just beat Ortega. Henry Cejudo's talking a lot of smack here. I mean, I'm talking about, I mean, that's one of the fights that I've really want, always wanted to see. Even though Henry Cejudo has been talking a lot of smack from the sidelines and stuff, and no one hears a peep about Henry Cejudo, and no one in the world is begging for a Henry Cejudo return. But if I could take off my fan hat for a second and put on the cap for looking at a a fun and fantastic fight, you look at the style of Cejudo, for example, right? Cejudo was one of those guys that left too early, and you're just thinking like, dude, this guy is a good fucking fighter. He does talk a lot, but... He's a very fucking great and very fucking fantastic fighter, too. Very fantastic. Very well-rounded. Great wrestling. You know, his his striking has proved to be a problem as well. And he's a damn good fighter. He was a champion. He obviously was a two-time champion in two weight divisions. Just this, all of this seemed to happen so fast. So it's like we forget about the historics and the history that Henry Sudo had. And if you pull up some of the greatest champions of all time, a lot of people really aren't talking too much about Henry Cejudo. The real five fans are the real people. You'll consider getting two belts a huge accomplishment, but historic-wise, I mean, we're talking about Anderson Silva. We talk about Jose Aldo. Um, We'll talk about John Jones. We'll talk about John Jones's latest run-ins with the law and everything in the future in in, uh, a few minutes as well too and we'll talk about all that we have a lot of stuff to talk about on this show ladies and gentlemen so to get comfortable pull out a joint pull out um pull out your your uh tequila whatever it is whatever gets you comfortable i i i personally now thinking about it maturely 
Uh, I wouldn't suggest my listeners to, to drink while in, inducing this podcast or having this podcast flowing through your brain, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I'd prefer for you guys to listen to it while you're stoned, because we drop a lot of knowledge. We talk a lot about different things. We're all over the place. We're talking about a little bit of everything. We try to make it as um, entertaining and very well, well-versed and very knowledgeable for you guys here for an hour or less each week. I know it's been a while. I haven't been on for a while, but yeah, here we are. We're back. We're here. We're ready to go, and we're fitting you guys in our day because you guys come first before everything else. So now Ortega loses his second title fight inside the UFC. Still very young, it seems like. Still much... Uh, that I'm not saying he needs to improve. I mean, look at that spectacular performance he had against... Uh, the Korean zombie. We, that was like a Brian Ortega 2.0. And, and, you know, Ortega does not walk away from this Volkanovski fight with his head held low because there was a couple of really panicky moments where he almost had the fight uh, in the back. I mean, he almost choked Volkanovski out multiple times. And Volkanovski himself even said that there was a couple of times where he, he thought he was going to lose his belt. And what a win for Brian Ortega that would have been if he was able to choke out the champion with his nasty jiu-jitsu. I mean, he's always had really good jiu-jitsu, but putting it together in an MMA fight and, and slowly but surely, you know, putting his skill together. He's one of those still uh, every developing guys and and he's oh, my voice just cracked, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Um, he's still I still feel like he's one of those ever developing guys like he still has so much room to improve and not saying that he hasn't improved or anything he's improved tremendously but you look at a guy with potential like brian ortega he's still uh a, a still a fighter fighter still a fighter's fighter i've seen a comment on twitter or something like mma twitter shout out to mma twitter you guys uh probably the ones that stream the more most episodes of this podcast I'll shout out to you guys real quick um but uh yeah so i heard that i looked at it, it was like brian ortega's the third diaz brother or something like that i was like that, that's a cool comparison in a way i don't want to think of him because you know looking at the strikes that he has absorbed i mean if you look at the the max holloway fight dude max holloway beat the living shit out of him i'd say uh actually 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 um max holloway max holloway's performance over over brian ortega was more uh uh impressive than volkanovsky by by a long shot because there was no points in time in that max holloway fight that brian ortega had any given chances only i was just thinking this like five seconds ago i was gonna say it out loud but i didn't i said the only thing brian ortega had for max holloway in that fight was toughness heart and toughness and some fighting skills he he had skill he was able to be considered to even fight for a title but Man, that was a washout. That was a dominant one-sided victory for Max. However, Volkanovski was in trouble a couple of times. I mean, Ortega had some really uh, tight chokes. And, and then, you know, oh, my God, it was, we thought it was over a couple times. But, dude, Ortega is a gamer, but so is Volkanovski. He was able to reverse the position. He was able to turn that around and um, and uh, amass with a unanimous decision victory. Um, The only fight that I got... I picked wrong, I believe. Uh, let me. Oh, I don't have it on here yet. I haven't uh, downloaded it on my phone because I just got a, a new iPhone. So, 
I was I was literally getting ready to go to the verdict app because I I'm pretty sure I got um what is it I got most of my picks right uh except uh what is it the Nick Diaz one obviously but we'll talk about that one and since we're segueing um quick before we be, uh continue we usually like to go with and and talk about what's next uh what what what's next for um. Volkanovski and I mean Ortega after after a fight like that I mean he seems prideful that he will be back and and, and better than ever and, and you know obviously like I said he's one of those guys that are ever developing and we can continue to watch him continue to see the improvements and continue to still enjoy him because he's must see TV folks um what's next for uh for Volkanovski I mean I don't like who who one forty five? Why is my brain clouded? Because there's really not too many big fights at at one forty five. I mean, the only fight that everyone's talking about, even before this fight, is a third Max Holloway fight because both fights are razor thin, are razor thin close. You know, they're both very very close, and a third fight's not out of the the margin. I mean, we've seen some really good fights. Uh. Some really good legacy fights and some really good title fights, um, you know, go three times. They haven't went three times yet, so th- that may be one of the fights that they do in the future. If they do, then that will be something to uh, be able to take in. I mean, definitely anybody that Volkanovski goes against, it's it's an ex- excellent fight. I mean, you really see how damn good of a fighter he really truly is, but... Uh, let's move along. Obviously, a featured bout. Obviously, we'll talk about Valentina's uh, amazing performance over Lauren Murphy, and the fact that everyone was able to put like a fifteen second clip of that um crazy fucking uh what was it that crazy I think was it like the finishing sequence that she pieced Lauren Murphy up like a Christmas tree. I'm sure you guys have seen the clip. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the clip, but man, it it's. It's a masterpiece of work, and Valentina is something special. But let we'll talk about Valentina in a second. Let's let's go to the one hundred and seventy pound division. Um, we had Robbie Lawler welcome back, Nick Diaz, and wow, Nick Diaz gets the love and respect that he always has deserved. It's still kind of surreal to think about the fact that he did return. I mean, because he doesn't do too much media so um it's like we we, it it came and went so fast and and we got some good results out of it but we didn't get the results that we wanted i mean hence questioning if nick will be back in the future i mean he seemed prideful i mean he it seemed like he said he was forced into this like not forced into it ultimately at the end of the day you're the one but you know it's kind of like they wanted him to uh you know, uh, you know, he he come back when he wasn't ready, or if he wasn't ready. I mean, he's had five years, but you know, he's been away for quite some time, and and that that's a long uh, that's a long time of being away from the fight game. But he still was training, still was in relatively good shape. I mean, there's been a couple of Instagram Instagram uh, pics that pics that went viral over the over the years itself of him being in relatively good shape uh he wasn't necessarily in the best shape of his career um 
obviously you've seen at the seen him at the weigh-ins compared to when you've seen him before at the weigh-ins. He didn't really look as good of shape. He he seemed just everything was different. His demeanor, it wasn't the regular Nick Diaz that we usually get. I mean, I mean, he did say that himself that like about the no taunting or you know taking a, a professional approach to to this this fight and all that and you know a lot of people it just seemed like it uh it was just you know he doesn't need to do that anymore i mean he's he's been that classic uh what is it a uh, bad guy and you know the bad boys you know from stockton california 209 representing uh his hometown very well i mean uh, taunting people. I mean, look what he did with the Anderson Silva fight. I don't know. It just seemed like Nick was more stressed out. Like it just seemed like he wasn't him. Like it was Nick. It was a different version of him. I mean, does anyone else get that vibe? Like I know he wants to be in there. I mean, he he. I mean, obviously, like I said, he's not one. He he said it openly. He does not like to fight. Like to fight. Does the fight? He doesn't like to fighting. <laughs> he doesn't like to fighting. Um. But it just didn't seem like it was the regular Nick Diaz we usually get. I mean, you know, how about how about starting the fight off with a, um, uh, with a, uh, that spinning back kick? How crazy would that would that have been if it landed? Um, but yeah, I mean, he 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 landed a lot of good shots. He landed three hundred plus significant strikes on Robbie. And he th- well, he threw. Uh, three hundred significant strikes. I don't know accurately how many land, how many strikes landed, but uh, if you want to pull up Diaz stats, we really easily could. Uh, let's see. The new Apple update. The new Apple update. Still, I'm still getting used to the way Safari is. Like Safari, the new update. If you got iOS fifteen, ladies and gentlemen, you're looking at like the Safari being on the bottom. It's on the bottom now. I'm used to typing my search results at the top. So now that it's at the bottom, I'm going to have to get used to that. I was going to type in how many strikes did Nick Diaz throw. So here we go. This is uh, through CVS Sports. Yeah, I don't know. It's like 300-something significant strikes strong, but, man, that was crazy. I mean, uh, like I said, it just didn't seem like the Diaz of old. I mean, you see the finishing sequence when Robbie dropped him. Uh, it was pretty clean drop, and, you know, he uh, hurt Nick and uh, broke his nose. And, uh, you know, it's not worth getting hurt like that nowadays, especially at his age. I mean, especially when you've done what he has done. I mean, especially, I mean, not saying he looked absolutely bad on his, uh, um, you know, being out. 
and coming back, mind you, it's been five, six plus years since Nick Diaz has, has fought inside the octagon. So it's going to be crazy. It's still crazy to say that. And it, it's just like come and gone. And it's like we're in this weird, crazy universe and stuff. Like we're in a universe where it just things are crazy right now in the world and just in general. But, you know, it's crazy to see the we got it. We absorbed it. Um, unfortunately, it ends the way that it ends. I wasn't clear on, I don't know why it says, uh, retirement on the Wikipedia page, but I was under the, I wasn't under the impression that he retired. Um, but then again, I don't know who, uh, who would be next for him. I mean, after seeing that one, I'm not going to mean, I don't mean in a bad way. It just, I don't, it's, it makes you feel a little different when you see that. Cause I mean Nate Diaz is a little different, but I I would say I don't know who the who. I I can't tell if there's really a nicer Diaz brother. I don't know they're they're just two individ two different individuals and two different kinds of people. I mean I love them though they're they're very they're must see TV, fun, um, real hardcore dude. So they're not one of those like you know petty. Like giving me a hug or emotional kind of guy that will that will you know get away their heart on their emotions and stuff you know like sentimental kind of you know how there's a lot of fighters that will cry inside the octagon or there's fighters that will like uh you know really you know my heart on the sleeve kind of mentality like emotional emotional after they win or if they win a belt or something like that it's just like you know humbleness you know you know Nate. Nate does it for the love of the crowd. I mean, even in defeat at the Leon Edwards fight, he puts his hand up because, you know, that their star power, let alone that we've talked about this a lot, their star power is enough to get people talking. It's the same star power that Connor has. It's the same star power that Jones has. Everybody, they, 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 they trip. They trip over a freaking pipe. It's in the news makes headlines, gets clicks, gets people talking about it. It gets it gets the people he doesn't like that doesn't like him talking. It's getting his fans talking. It's getting people all riled up in those comment sections. It's getting people all riled up on Twitter. It's getting people all riled up on Facebook. It can make news. Carter McGregor brushes his teeth and makes news. Nate Diaz gives someone the bird while at a media day and makes news. Nate Diaz does this. Nate Diaz comments on that. It makes news. Dude, I'm telling you, name value and star power are one hell of a motherfucking thing. Nick Diaz has it. Nate has it. Connor has it, man. But uh, let's, I mean, Nick, Nick is still a really damn good fighter, and he's won belt. He's obviously went along to, to win uh, belts and stuff and, and be very successful in his career. I mean, Nate, obviously, has been very successful in his career as well. That's why, I mean, he has a star power. Like anyone, you know, and I was thinking of star power. I was thinking of the moment where Nate Diaz landed that one-two combination on Leon Edwards and stunned him at the last 60 seconds. The fucking fact that people are talking about the one moment, the 60-second moment that Leon, uh, that Nate had against Leon, and Leon had a by far perfect, great performance for 24 minutes. It was the one 60-second sequence that, Nate was able to get the better of him in that exchange 
And had there been more seconds and stuff, maybe he wouldn't have recovered, or maybe Nate would just end up having to win the round. You, you can't say what if, just like the show, what if, that there's a lot of what ifs, but you know, if, if you, I mean, there's too much, we have too much in life going on to think about the what ifs and focusing on things that we have absolutely no control over. But if you do have time to sit down and think about shit, man, it's fucking crazy, bro. You know what I mean? Just like if Tony fought Khabib Nurmagomedov, that happened. Now we're getting it. Uh, RDA fighting Islam Makachev is no longer happening too. So that's one of the things that keep falling apart. Just like the Leon Edwards versus Kamzad Chimaya fight, that also fell apart. And there's a lot of fights that just seem like they're not meant to be. So, um, speaking of meant to be, let's get me and Valentina are meant to be because God damn, that was an amazing performance that she put on against uh, Lauren Murphy. I mean, Lauren, same thing Lauren Murphy said. She said uh, she never fought anybody like me. She there, um, never you know, you know been in some, there some you know like the classic gist that everybody says like oh they never seen anybody like me. I'm gonna come in there. I'm, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna beat them. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be. I'm gonna you know just like you know like I'm gonna come in there. I'm gonna beat you. And it's like the same shit we heard over and over and over and over. And there's really nobody yet. Fly women's flyweight that stuck out because Valentina looked amazing. Like, I'm I am shocked. I'm not shocked that she looked amazing. I'm just like goodness gracious. This woman is fucking good. She is an assassin. And she's not damn good at fighting. She's also damn good at shooting. And she's not good at shooting. She could be a fucking Spanish teacher. She speaks Portuguese. She speaks perfect Spanish. She speaks English. She speaks Russian. She, she, ladies and gentlemen, let, let's rewind that really quick. She's a, one of the most pound for pound best fighters on the planet. She speaks Russian. She speaks English. She speaks Portuguese. She speaks Spanish. What can't Valentina do? I'm pretty sure she cooks good. But what she did to Lauren Murphy last Saturday night? Absolutely insane, man. Goodness gracious, man. Is there anybody else? I can't even think of anybody for Valentina. When you clean out the division like that, like Mighty Mouse did, like Anderson Silva did at one point, like John Jones did at one point, like, I mean, I don't know about heavy heavyweight was just always stagnant it'll always go up and down shallow no shallow shallow no shallow but i'd say the modern day heavyweight division right now with all these newer stars and stuff guys like chris Dawkins and you know tom aspinall you know big wins for them and both of their last fights and stuff Derek lewis for, by the way versus uh chris doc is it chris Dawkins? kyle Dawkins is the middleweight chris Dawkins is a heavyweight Derek lewis versus chris Dawkins is in the works for a headliner, so that would be an excellent fight. Wow, that's that'd be an exciting one too. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, name value, name value. Like I said, we were saying is so important, and um, yeah, just there's so much going on nowadays, and it's like it's absolutely crazy. But uh, I, I literally like I literally lost the train of thought before I said, oh yeah, Valentina Shevchenko. How, how could I forget? I, she's amazing. Like, what can't that woman do? But. She she is just very calculated, very calm, very crisp, very aggressive, very good in multiple areas, man. So she's not just uh good at speaking multiple languages like we keep saying, man. She's good at everything. She is absolutely fantastic. Super good shooter too. Very sharp shooter too. Very very into guns. Very quick with her uh, reflexes too. She's an assassin, man. She she is a 
a force to be reckoned with. And that woman is just, oh, oh my God. I've loved Valentina for a long, long time. So it's just, it's good to see her doing her damn thing too. It's just like, it's like I'm still taking in, I'm still absorbing the uh, talent and amazingness that is Valentina. And then just thinking there is no fucking woman on the planet that could stop her. And every single time that she's fought Amanda Nunes, their fights have been razor thin. So those are her... Amanda Nunes and Chris Cyborg are the three of the best female fighters on the planet, by far. Yoana Young Jacek's in there as well. You can't you can't doubt her. Zhang Wei Li, but I'm talking about some of the best people of all time. I mean, actually, no, I can take Zhang Wei Li out. I can put Yoana in there, but it's really only Yoana for the lighter weight classes. It's only um Chris Cyborg for the uh, 145, and we got obviously Amanda Nunes too. I mean. Absolutely amazing. Uh, great performance. Uh, classy Lauren Murphy is always at the end of her fight. Uh, for Valentina, yeah. For for her, for Volkanovski, man. I just, I'm, I'm blank. I'm drawing a blank here. On it's a, What is this today? A Wednesday? Yeah, I, I really don't uh, keep up to... Uh, I, don't, I really don't keep up with the days of the week anymore, if that makes sense. The reason, reason being is just because... I just look at every single day that I have to work and it's a different day for me to um, focus and work on myself and improve my qualities, improve my leadership, improve my skills as a person, as an employee, just as anything, any venture that you're a part of, any venture that you're doing, you you should want to improve and have your qualities sharpened each and every single day. So I really don't think about the days of the week. I mean, I know that they're they're like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and, and all that shit. But like, I don't know. Just like I know that I work most days, and I really, really only pay attention to the days of the week when I have the days off. So you know what I mean. So yeah, I have uh, another job as well on top of my my normal job and stuff. And then I have like the podcast and all my other ventures that I want to do with the clothing and clothing lines. Just. All, all the things that I'm into. I have a lot on my plate. A lot of things to to do. <laughs> I, I do a lot of shit, Lady Dylan. Like I said, I, I do a lot of shit. I'm very interested in a lot of shit. I, I like to learn about lots of stuff. I'm very knowledgeable about lots of different things. And I love to learn just overall my quality of learning. I, I'm just pa- a passionate learner. So I have a lot of ventures. I'm into a lot of jobs. You know, go, I have things I have to do. I'm very, very busy most of the times too so it's very uh very fun to get in here and uh be able to talk every single week so i appreciate you guys but uh let's take a quick commercial break because i am thirsty as fuck and uh we are back okay into the next big thing apparently made news i'll give you guys my professional and my personal opinion on this ladies and gentlemen um so Tyron Woodley gets the I love Jake Paul tattoo on his middle finger. Hey, the best thing is, I thought maybe the middle finger wouldn't get the job done or uh, be a part of the deal. I thought it just had to be somewhere where people can see it, you know, in the public eye or something like that. I thought maybe Jake Paul wouldn't like it because of that. But um, nevertheless, Tyron Woodley gets the tattoo in my head in, in, in this day and age of combat sports. In the world that we're living in, YouTubers boxing, CM Punk fighting in the UFC, 
I mean, look at all the big money fights that happening. UFC fighters to other organizations. UFC fighters to boxing. Connor boxing Mayweather. Mayweather fighting Logan Paul. I mean, look at look at ladies and gentlemen. Look at everything that's going on in the world in general. But look at the world of combat sports. That's going as cra- just as crazy as I mean. I, I there's the side to me that says I am not surprised. I mean, Tyron Woodley gets an I love Jake Paul tattoo. Next thing you know, The Rock's gonna be the president of the United States. Who knows? There's so much crazy stuff. So, so professionally. It just seems weird, you know, going from the man in the UFC, the former UFC welterweight champion, one of the best uh, fighters on the planet at the time, and one of the scariest guys, especially if he lands one of those nasty bombs on you. Um, Definitely, uh, you know, what is it called? Uh, One of the best fighters on the planet, and definitely, you know, had a really good career in the UFC. Obviously, unfortunately came to an end on a losing streak and he has not won since but uh you know hard times for Tyron Woodley considering the fact that he also did come up short against a uh, I mean losing to Jake Paul honestly for him was a really really bad taste for a lot of people legacy wise that's a bad taste and you know as time goes by for me I don't know it's just like damn I, I was I was celebrating for Jake it was a great, great thing for him, you know, on his way to superstardom and making headlines over in the world of, from YouTube to boxing, super impressive. Every opponent gets, a, it's a stiffer test and competition and Jake's, um, Jake's, uh, what is it? Not taking no easy route for sure. Taking on Tyron Woodley, maybe Ben Askren, I mean, maybe in an MMA fight, it'd be a lot closer or so because Ben could probably use his wrestling. Or something like that. Especially if Ben wanted to make that fight a wrestling heavy fight. He might, you know, we might, I might feel more confident in Ben Askren. But a boxing match, yeah, there was no way in hell that Ben Askren was beating Jake Paul in a boxing match. It was hard for me to think that. It was hard for me to think that Jake was going to be Tyron in a boxing match. I thought thought that's Tyron's bread and butter. But nevertheless, you got to put some respect on Jake Paul's name. It's the world we live in. It's crazy. He gets a tattoo, so now... Now what? Jake Paul seemed very uh, appreciative of that. I think he is a man of his word. I mean, I'm not clamoring for another fight for for Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. I'm not excited. I'm not going, woo! Like, I'm not really super excited for it. It doesn't get me excited, you know? There's fights that get me excited. That's not one of them. But, hey, we got to keep the, the, the levers moving. And we've got to continue this because... Hey, say Tyron, people want to see Jake Paul lose. So if Tyron Woodley loses, if I mean, we did kind of see a glimpse of Tyron's nasty power in that Jake Paul fight, in that the one sequence where he had Jake hurt, he knocked him back and, you know, he fell right into the ropes. You know, that, that was an example of Tyron's explosive power. Now, if we could see that repeatedly, if we could see that inside inside the ring in round two, in the, in the second, the, the rematch, then that would be something uh, to behold you know what i mean so that that would be something i'm not clamoring at it but if it keeps some rules moving if you get jake paul in there again i don't think tommy fury has uh accepted that fight i think he turned it down too so there's nothing else going on right now really uh in the world of combat sports so and then uh, manny pacquiao just retired as well too so uh 
that's a you know shout out to Manny Pacquiao, one of the best of all time. Would have loved to see him fight Floyd Mayweather a lot earlier than the time I seen him. I was I was incoherent when it came to the world of combat sports back when Manny Pacquiao fought Floyd Mayweather. Um, but yeah, no, shout out to him and and all that. So do I want to see? I said, do I want to see a rematch between Jay Paul and Tyron Woodley? I mean, I, I don't. I will watch. Though I haven't even really, I think I like stopped watching after after the knockdown or something like that. I think so. I mean, I think I've seen it. I think I just don't remember. There's been so much stuff that's happened over this like last uh, last month or so. You know, I mean, there's been lots of stuff to pay attention to. So I mean, on top of um, all three of the new shows that I've been watching and trying to keep up with. Um, uh, CBS or Paramount Plus or wherever you watch them. We're gonna plug these real quick. Uh, wherever you you know, especially I don't know if you if you watch it on free TV as well. But if you want one hundred percent free access to them at all times, you can go to the Paramount Plus. Download the Paramount Plus app. And um, I've been watching FBI the series created by Dick Wolf. FBI FBI is most wanted. That's another show. And they're kind of in the same universe in a way. So it's kind of like, you know, the multiverse, but they're in the same universe. And then we got, um, Dick Wolf has a handful of really good shows. I watch a lot of his shows because they got, he got Chicago Med, they've got Chicago PD, and they got Chicago Fire. And I, um, I think he has NCIS as well, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. And then he has, obviously, the FBI, like I was saying, FBI's Most Wanted. And they have a new uh, series called FBI International, um, too. Like, they had a, a, a episode that was all linked together and stuff. So uh, so it was like a, a triple a triple episode or something like that. It was like over, it was like a three-hour premiere or something. 40 minutes, 42 minutes, all 42 minutes. So it was really, uh, really, really good. Um, you know, I really liked those shows too, especially the, uh, what is it? SWAT and SWAT on CBS as well too. So that, that's a really good one too. So CBS is a home to a lot of really, really good motherfucking shows too. So I finished all of the, um, what is it? All the every I'm caught up one hundred percent with Chicago PD. I've caught up with uh, all the FBI's. I watched all the seasons, like all of them. It took me a long time, honestly, but yeah, it took it took me a long ass time, but yeah, I'm caught up. I have to uh, actually. That's a lie. I have to finish FBI International. I believe uh, in a little bit, so I'll probably do that too. And then um. After that, I think uh, we will get the day started because I do have to run later. But the most important part is that we get in here and we, we put out a damn good show each and every single week. Is there any fights coming up? What, what's what's going on here? Let's let's check this shit out. It feels like we haven't talked about fights in a long ass time. Okay, yeah, we do. We got a light heavyweight bout. Um, that will be absolutely free here. A headliner, a light heavyweight headliner, if you will, between Johnny Walker, you know, highlight reel in his own right, and uh, Tiago Maheta Santos. Um, both at light heavyweight, both top contenders. I believe Santos is number five. I don't know how what number uh, Walker is, but I believe tickets are on sale now. Our tickets are you know, on sale, but... 
uh, limited tickets are available. Uh, I know that's what it said here, right here. Um, but yeah, Tiago Santos is one of my favorites too. Uh, and happy birthday to the reigning defending UFC featherweight champion, feather uh, featherweight go um, Alexander Volkanovsky, just winning a week before his birthday. That's gotta feel good. Um. But yeah, I mean, the light heavyweight division is wide open in a way. Like I said, I mean, there's so much good talent there. I mean, you got Yuri Prohaska. I mean, the Polish light heavyweight champion Jan Blachowicz. I mean, Dominic Reyes, big big name like that. Volkan Ustamir. You got a, uh, you got um Alexander Rakic, and you know just Anthony Smith looked good in his last fight. So we got a lot of talent in there. And uh, Tiago Santos versus Johnny Walker seems like one of the best fights to make. I mean. The last loss, I believe, that Walker had that was like a finish was the one by Corey Anderson. When Corey Anderson put hit, Corey Anderson, he put it on Johnny Walker in that one. That was that was a great performance on Corey Anderson's side. Uh, Tiago Santos, I believe, is coming off of a loss, a unanimous decision loss, to um, uh, what is it? His name? What is his name? Was it um? Alexander Rakic, yeah, it's a decision, uh, three rounds, so, uh, he lost, he lost that one, um, but he will look to come back in impressive fashion, because, because if Tiago Santos wins in impressive fashion, because his win over the, the current light heavyweight champion of the world, that, that, that's just a big win in my book, you know, that's a win. I have a knockout win over your current champion. And it was in impressive fashion, too. So, you know, you do the math. I mean, that's a great one. Uh, we'll watch that. We'll be able to tune in for that one. And we'll talk about it on uh, the Sunday, the Sunday after the fight. We'll talk about that. We will be back on Sunday to talk about that fight card. So, tune in uh, for that one. But since we mentioned light heavyweight, we can't go without... Talking about um, the former UFC light heavyweight champion. Uh, absolutely fucking insane, dude. Uh, insane that we are here talking about this. Um, insane that we're just... Uh, it, it, tend, it, it begins to be a trend. It's, it hasn't happened a lot. But over the years as a fight fan and over the years of being a fan of John Jones, you're a fan of also seeing the, uh, you know what I mean? Seeing the ups and the downs, the lefts and the rights, as is the, is the deal with any of your fighters. Anyone you follow, whether it's a Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather guy, whether it's a Mike Tyson-ish guy, uh, uh, Conor McGregor kind of guy. Connor gets in trouble. All these people get in trouble. And we're fans. If you continue to still be fans, you could still be fans. But if you're not, then you're not. But, you know, these antics outside the ring and, in uh, you know, outside the cage and stuff. Like I said, these guys aren't superheroes. I'm not defending John Jones. I'm not defending Connor. I'm not defending anyone. My job is not to defend. My job is to educate people. But, um... We're watching cage fighting. We're not watching America's Next Top Model. 
we're not we're not watching. It's not that's not what we're watching. We're not watching, we're not watching, doctors take care of, of kids in a children's hospital with 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 cancer or or failing or or failing, uh, you know, uh, arteries and stuff. I mean that's a horrible comparison. I just watched a show with a, uh, one of a uh, a hacker um threatened the FBI on the show and they uh turned off the electricity in the children's hospital. So that's why I used the little analogy of a children's hospital. Like we're not watching good guys on TV. Like we're watching fighters. We're watching people beat the fuck out of each other for twenty five minutes or less, bust people open, throwing vicious head kicks to someone's fucking head cause you know who knows what damage causing with that i mean we're seeing people beat the fuck out of each other modern day gladiator fighting sanctioned in a cage and you mean to tell me that and yeah there some of these guys come off as really good guys really humble guys and oh i'm so happy he won like you know dustin poirier vibe like Dustin Poirier, very humble, very respectful guy, very fun guy to you know, not very fun guy, very uh like a very outgoing and very special kind of guy, like someone he, that you you generally enjoy. And you got people in the world that think the way that he does and is really heartwarming, you know, people that will get emotional for him, that watch the journey, that are very emotionally invested in these people's careers. But then you got all different types of fight fans, you know. There's fight fans of John Jones that purely just it's un it's insane that there's someone who's that good, yet he's getting into so much trouble here. And here we are talking about this in twenty twenty one. John Jones is in trouble yet again, and this one was very detailed, very graphic. It's probably one of the worst ones yet, other than hitting the the uh, crashing the Bentley into the pregnant woman and then going and running back, getting some cash and then running away. John is a crazy ass motherfucker. Wait so 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 he crashed he crashed the motherfucking Bentley. Did I'm pretty sure he had did he had a pregnant woman. She hurt or broke her arm if I'm not mistaken. He 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 flees the scene, runs back to the vehicle, gets some cash, and then goes and runs up the hill and disappears in the thin air. Like. And and one of them, he, what, he failed the USADA test because he tested positive for cocaine. I mean, so John's doing cocaines at parties and stuff. I mean, that press, the ultimate press conference or whatever the fuck it was called. He was like, I'll beat you after a night of cocaine and, and hookers or something like that. I think that was the one where he was arguing with DC. So, I mean, look at all the stuff John's done. I mean... Uh, again, what? No, that wasn't John. I was confusing John with with Connor, but Connor got in the little hitting the old man in the bar. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. So like, John's a fucking crazy guy, man. I mean, a man like that has has to have a lot of demons. But this guy is absolutely one of the best fighters on the planet. But and he is blessed with with demons right now as of late and this latest thing we're gonna go we have we have the picture right here ladies and gentlemen um uh here we go this is via mma history today they gave a detailed uh description uh post on instagram of the arrest as per this is per tmz so shout out to all the people for providing the information for us here um so it says cops were called to a room in caesar's palace for domestic disturbance quick side note for you guys john jones just got inducted into the ufc hall of fame for his fight against uh, augustus in the first one the very close fight the only fight we've seen john busted up and bloodied 
like that still to this day is one of the biggest accomplishments for John to be able to get through that especially when he didn't train right or you know considering like the fact that he didn't even train properly for that fire he didn't even take Gustafson seriously but you know it shows you damn how damn good John is but we're gonna continue with this so Jones's fiance went to the hotel lobby at 4 30 a.m to get a new key a security guard asked her if she was okay and she started to cry and she said she was scared to go back to the room Police found her bleeding from her nose and mouth. John allegedly pulled his fiance's hair and headbutted a police car. Jones threatened to sue the police department for arresting him on the biggest night of his career. Jones jokes about fighting all the cops at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I'm, I'm laughing because they're in a, we're in a crazy fucking world, ladies and gentlemen. But I, I think it's just crazy that people look at MMA fighters to be like superheroes and role models when literally, if I'm, if, if I'm, so, so for example, like, if I'm going to a really elegant family, like a family who's very proper, very respected, you know, like Asian families, for example, like, you know, you get some Asian families. They're very proper. They have a table that no one eats at. No one even sits at. Only thing you're doing with that table is looking at it. You don't fucking touch this table in their house. And you're like, you go there. You see, like, some people's houses, there's just stuff you don't touch. Oh, like, if I knock that down, that's like a $1,000 vase, right? You get those very proper people like that. So, say, for example, like, I get a girlfriend, right? And I go meet her parents. For me, I'm like... Oh, I fight. You know, I'm I'm a boxer. I I box. My job is to knock people out. There's no sugarcoating it. I'm not. What am I gonna tell? Her? I knock people out for a living. I get punched, and I punch people in the face for a living. That that's severely uncomfortable, honestly. <laughs> I, I'd have to say. I mean, I I'd, I'd like to. You know, I I'm in a perfect position to be like, oh, I do multiple things. You know? I do podcasts. I mean, I, I, I do some boxing. I mean, I follow the sport. I watch the sport. You know, um, I'm into fitness. I mean, I don't know. There's a billion things I'm into. But, you know, for some people, just that's all they have is fighting. So it's like, you know, for me thinking about, like, you know, just some of these guys, you can't be playing the good guy role in a lot of ways. I mean, you could be a good person. You don't need to be a piece of shit. But then again, pieces of shit fight, right? I'm not saying that these guys are pieces of shit, but there's these guys are, are fighters. They're not they're not football players, they're not teachers to children at a high school. I mean, I could understand like teachers in like a high school or like a kindergarten teacher or some shit like that. But like, yeah, I fight on the side. A kindergarten teacher, really? Or that just those two things don't go together. But you know, oh my te your teacher is getting out for going strip getting in trouble for strippers and cocaine. Your kindergarten teacher. Imagine a kindergarten teacher getting busted for cocaine and strippers and, and drugs and cocaine and all this other different stuff like that. That'd be a bad look. But we're talking about cage fighters here, ladies and gentlemen. There are no good guys in this sport, regardless of how you think about it. And and you can play whatever cards you want or defend this or say that I'm defending that or whatever it is you want to think. But real realistically, man, I don't look at it. I mean, I look at them for inspiration and hearing. I mean, a lot of this, the fighters that I've heard, their stories and been very motivational and, you know, very um, motivating. And they're, you know, very inspiring stories that have helped shape the way and form that I think about things on a day by day basis and any time 
that it comes to facing adversity, I I remember all the stuff that I've used to get me to where I think as good as I think now. So it's a special thing. It's a special feeling. But if you're just going to still be mad at John, you be mad at Connor when they fuck up out in and outside the octagon. It's like that's their life. They're, they're superstardom, their fame, everything that got them to where they got them. And, you know, they're going to go about it the way that they're going about it. And it seems like uh, it's a really unfortunate road for one john jones i mean considering the fact that he hasn't had a fight in a little amount of time now and um, he's gotten in trouble with the law and then he he has a, a rap sheet compared to uh conor mcgregor but john has a lot of money so then again it's like damn you see the pictures of him and his fiance and and it seems like she's been his fiance forever and, and you see his young kids and stuff like that and maybe uh there have been reports of them uh arguing for like the longest time too and stuff like that it's never it's never good when you're in a position like that especially if it's an abusive relationship so uh i don't know what's going on in this position right here and i don't know how this can get better i mean domestic violence abuse and and domestic abuse and just uh when assault against women in general is isn't a good thing and uh, it's something that should be taken very seriously, and I think it will be taken very seriously. But damn, it just sucks to see a guy like John Jones go down the a rabbit hole like the way that he has gone down it. So, uh, my condolences to him. I do sincerely hope he gets better. I mean, like I said, one positive thing: it's not like he does it all the time, and we haven't seen him in trouble with the law as often as we once did. But uh, it has to get better, and I sincerely hope that it does get better for one john jones um is that it for us on today's show ladies and gentlemen i sincerely enjoy uh and appreciate you guys for uh being here being back here if we're not back here on sunday uh we're gonna have a we're gonna have a hissy fit doesn't matter when the fuck we're gonna be back but we will be back i think that is it for us though i think that's everything we went to talk about today ladies and gentlemen i mean like i said I, i'm in the you know on the last episode we talked about a lot of personal stuff and and a lot of that and i i feel like every single day like just this a little parting note before we get out of here um i feel like i'm improving like my skill, like I'm, um, you know how I said that those two weeks or so, two three weeks or month that's been hell. I I've, I've been improving. There's a lot of personal improvements and stuff. You know, you don't don't ever put yourself in a position where you feel like you're not accomplishing things or are doing things that you shouldn't be doing or second guessing what you're doing in life. I think you should be confident and go forward and go towards the things that you like to do and and appreciate your hard work appreciate your hustle and appreciate everything that you do in life because it's important to see it if you don't see it if you waste your time not look looking at a lot of the things that you have and stuff it then it's gonna be it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun for you like i said so it's not gonna be it's not gonna be something that you're not gonna enjoy your life or enjoy what you're doing if you're constantly on edge you know what i mean so we're getting back we are back and we are coming back stronger than ever. And, you know, the, the ending of this year will be a lot better 
for lots of people and stuff just in general like i said i'm still getting used to it a lot of stuff happening in the background and all that and then there will be some other great things to come in the future ladies and gentlemen but that is our show so be sure to subscribe like i said every single week i can't thank you guys enough for the last ep- the last episode was absolutely crazy it's really good episode uh return um it's good to be back here on this episode it's good to be back in general but I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for being here for our brand new episode of Kicking It With The King. Like I said, we'll be back sooner rather than later. If not, um, wait, I don't know what my schedule is on Sunday. Let me look real quick before we get out of here. Ooh, 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 ooh. So Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should be good. If I wake up early, I can do that. <laughs> but anyways, guys, it's, it's good to be back. It's good to be here. Um happy to be back here on this on this episode ladies and gentlemen so like i said follow me on twitter and instagram g the king underscore official on instagram and real g the king underscore on twitter kwtk pod and everything else kwtk pod on there um click the link in my insta bio you have access and you will have access to each and every single every single uh every single each and every single platform that we have and we share that we have online ladies and gentlemen anything kicking with the king all episodes everything under the sun that we have done will be available for you folks so without further ado we are out of here dj it's all yours we'll be back sooner rather than later folks uh we will talk to you guys on the next episode tune in uh tune in stay stay cool don't drink and drive and most importantly, wear a mask, ladies and gentlemen. In the words of a great poet, we're out of this bitch. Let's get out of this, folks. DJ, it's all yours. Trying to get lit, music allowed these nigga but hits. I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed these nigga but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the flip of a switch. Party, trying to get lit, music allowed these nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed these nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up 
DJ turn me up. Yeah, yeah. Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. Party, if you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. You feeling real good? Put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag.